Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 119. In this episode, speak no evil. The audio producer that attempts to turn my rambling monologues into something like an actual podcast has now produced more than 50 of these shows. And he reckons that he can tell whether the following show is going to be happy, sad or angry, merely by the way I say in this episode. So I sincerely hope that he picked up on the deliberate inflection at the beginning of today's episode, through which I was trying to convey a heady mix of apathy, nonchalance, disbelief, ambivalence and resignation. I'll tell you why, right after this. This podcast is sponsored by WillowHire.com, the UK's leader in dust suppression equipment. Kick the dust into touch with our new, bigger and better all-in-one dust suppression units for hire. Call Willow on 01582 840045. Let me explain this in terms that you'll understand and to which you can relate directly. Imagine you're required to take down a building with four equal sides and a roof. You carefully take down the roof in a safe and professional manner. You then take down three of the four walls in the same way. But when you get to the fourth wall, it just doesn't sit well with you. It is in some way unpleasant or unpalatable. Do you leave it standing? Do you think the client and your boss will be content with you having done three quarters of the job and they'll accept your explanation that you just didn't fancy that last wall? Let's put it another way. Let's say you're a football fan and that you follow your club's fortunes in the Sunday newspapers. The paper is full of results and match reports. But the editor chose not to cover your team because, on this occasion, your team lost. You'd feel a bit cheated, wouldn't you? You'd question just how thorough the football reporter was being if he or she only reported on your team when they won. You might even consider switching to another newspaper or media outlet, one that gave you both the good news and the bad. Have you seen where this is going yet? OK, let me get down to the nitty-gritty. Demolition News Radio is the podcast of demolitionnews.com and the Demolition Magazine. Last week, a UK demolition contractor was involved in an incident. An investigation is ongoing. All we know at this time is that somehow an excavator being transported on a low loader hit a bridge in Nottingham, temporarily bringing a major road in a major city to a standstill. Now, I have enormous admiration and respect for the company in question, which is why I'm not naming them here. But this is a major demolition company. This is a major demolition company that has dropped a demolition excavator on a major road while travelling from one demolition site to another demolition site. That's a lot of demolitions, right? And that's why I consider it worthy of reporting on demolitionnews.com, which, as the name suggests, is a news site about, yep, you guessed it, demolition. In the interests of fairness and balance, I also publish the company's well-worded, considered and timely response to the incident. Not that you would know it. Because in typical fashion, the keyboard warriors, the perpetually angry and the professionally outraged that lurk unseen over on Facebook apparently didn't take well to my reporting of the original incident. Apparently, I've been described as a disgrace to the industry. Apparently, I take great pleasure in reporting on accidents and glorifying the downside of the demolition business. Apparently, I was called a great many rude names too. Now, I say apparently because I haven't seen any of this stuff. I've been told about it by several people, and I've even been sent a few screenshots of the bile and vitriol that's been aimed in my direction. But the truth is, I never visit Facebook. Sure, I have a system that allows me to publish certain articles, certain photos, and certain videos on the platform, 
but I never visit Facebook itself. I see Facebook the way that I see TV shows like Love Island and Hollyoaks. I know they exist, but they're just not for me. And so sadly, the various people that have been taking a swipe at me and my coverage of this and a multitude of other not-so-positive stories are basically talking amongst themselves. They're barking at the moon. They're pissing in the wind. I haven't seen their comments, and I have no intention of going to look for them because, frankly, I don't care whether they like my writing style or my opinion. Demolition News Radio, the independent voice of the global demolition industry. Many moons back, when I was the editor of the NFDC's Demolition Dismantling magazine, I was invited to the headquarters of Kukuric Excavators. They'd just finished work on a new high-reach excavator conversion for technical demolition services, which, if memory serves me correctly, was the largest high-reach in the UK at the time. I took photos of the impressive machine. I shot some video of it too. And then I went away and wrote an article about it. But that article never made it into print. I was prevented from running the story because, although Kukuric was an NFDC associate member, Technical Demolition Services was not, and as far as I know, they still aren't. So here we had a remarkable technological and engineering breakthrough related 100% directly to the demolition industry. But I was told I couldn't run it. Was that right? I certainly didn't believe so. I still don't. That is putting the needs of the publication ahead of the needs of its readers. And that, in my opinion, is wrong. What if, instead of this being a high-reach excavator, this was some new safety breakthrough? Something with the potential to prevent accidents and save lives? And what if the company behind that breakthrough wasn't an NFDC member? Would I have been expected to sweep that under the carpet too? For the record, this isn't a criticism of the NFDC or its magazine. The Federation is entirely justified in wanting to cover only its members and their accomplishments. The point I'm trying, and possibly failing, to make is that when you're a journalist, news is news. Be sure to check out Demolition TV on YouTube, the only YouTube show dedicated to demolition. Sadly, the term, I was just doing my job, has been tarnished and rendered redundant by generations of war criminals attempting to explain away their crimes. But the truth is, that's precisely what I'm doing. Would I prefer to publish only good news? Of course I would. With one or two notable exceptions, I have nothing but respect and admiration for all demolition companies and for the people they employ. This is a tough, brutal business from which to earn a living. It requires hard work and dedication. It requires passion and commitment. But that's not how news works. That's not how journalism works. Shit happens, and when it does, it's my job to say as much, good or bad. Positive or negative? Glass half full or glass half empty? Excavator delivered safely or excavator lying on its side in a road in Nottingham? Now I realise this won't sit well with some people. I recognise that this will do very little to prevent the abuse on Facebook and on Twitter that has apparently become part and parcel of the modern world of journalism. But I do have a solution. It's a solution I've tried myself to great effect. It requires no practice or investment and takes very little effort. If I really am a disgrace to the industry, if I really am out of touch with the industry, if you really think my reporting is negative or invalid, then do what I do with Facebook. Just don't read it. Thanks for listening. Demolition News Radio, dedicated to demolition.